You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. You're listening to 3CR 855 AM, the voice of the community. 3CR Community Radio, giving the voice to the community since 1976. to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. Welcome to Yarra Bosco Users Group Radio. And uh, for Monday, checks, notes yet again, the 17th of July, 2023. We're proud to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. My name's Chris and Yarra Bosco Users Group Radio. We're a weekly half-hour, 28-minute program about cycling, Micromobility, getting about uh, without a combustion engine and all parts in between. Now, on today's show, I'm going to have a chat to Karen from Brainwave Bikes and their activities out in the eastern suburbs with recycling bikes and getting people going with, you know, new skills base and all sorts of things and plans they've got coming up and... Yeah, well, news and events. Well, there's a lot going on. I wish to bring up the fact that there is a couple of motherload uh, screenings happening. Now, oh, I've cast your mind back a few years ago. I uh, spoke to Liz on the show, uh, who uh, put together motherload. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, you know, the, the, the change we're seeing with how people ride, like... I just did a bit of a quick flit around on the weekend and you've got people on gravel bikes, you've got people on road bikes, you've got people on the ubiquitous turn bikes. Uh, you have all sorts of different riding skills and stuff going on in inner Melbourne and it shouldn't be just inner Melbourne, it should be everywhere where possible where you can ride a bike and it's just pleasing, just anecdotally, I can't give you uh, some hard statistics on it but the predominance of women on bikes was absolutely astonishing. It's something that just, again, just going purely anecdotally, is the changes I've seen over, you know, since probably the mid to late 90s in the way and style of people riding. It's a normalised way of getting about. And what I'm kind of tracking into something, if you've been watching the uh, latest series of uh, Gruen on ABC and it was a pretty good uh, pitch thing they put into you know, how to sell cyclists and there was one of the winning pitches which was you know inside every cyclist after you know this is kind of like you know a bit of a verbal abuse in the part of the pitch or part of the uh, thing that was produced for the pitch and then like, you know, every cyclist is really a little kid so you shouldn't be using bad language or the rest of it it was a very sweet message but I find it very bittersweet because we're still at that point 
and I'll probably come back and rephrase that in a moment, of arguing the fact that we should be here when we are, should be here. And something I find a bit well, incredibly frustrating is that we do tend to on this show keep going over the same topics of advocacy and what you can do to make your city better and we keep on coming up against issues and what it is really is um, actually I don't think uh, advocates and people who simply wish to ride for transport or walk for transport are taking a step back I think that the goalposts keep changing and we see that in many other issues of you have the same resolve you have the same level of staunchness you have the same level of what you want for an outcome for a safer city for you your family your kids but the goalposts keep changing because of well Yes, kind of uh, reel off, insert name of all the vested interests and or societal changes because it's a very long, complicated topic, which I've probably done a very bad job of mangling first thing on Monday morning, but getting into uh, things that need to be done, Bike West, I've put out a pretty incredible uh, close call video that's... uh, why you need to keep pedestrians and cyclists safe, you know, as you travel between Footscray and the Maribyrnong River along Hopkins Street of, you know, someone just simply riding the bike in one of these huge taut liner container laden trucks just, no, you're not there, I'll just go past you. It's terrifying. So let's stop these things from happening. Let's build a better city. If, you can, if you're interested in getting involved with it, there's a really good article at the moment in the Star Weekly, and I will pop that into the podcast description about Bike West's hyperlocal campaign to encourage Maribyrnong Council to install bike lines as part of its plan to resurface Summer Hill in Footscray. And uh, they've got a series of photos and the like coming out. Linda, WIFO resident, rides on Summer Hill to visit family. Linda deserves, and the hashtag safe on Summer Hill. These the next next uh, image. These are Year Seven students. They ride on Summer Hill Road to get to Maribyrnong College. They also deserve to be safe. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of things that's happening overseas too. There's some protests where you know against oil and extraction, and where people. Presumably, if you, a lot of you would have been familiar with going to a protest or be involved with actions. But now we have things where people feel, well, bystanders and other people who are not involved in protests feel emboldened to inflict violence upon people. And where could I go with that? Well, that's, that's the media looking after whatever they've been told to vexed interest or mixed interests. And again, a very, very troubling sort of thing to see. But what should we do in the, the face of these sort of asymmetrical challenges? Well, basically, you band together and you stay staunch. Now, I've just got to go circle back to Motherload. And I just want to bring up the one that Marybeck Bicycle User Group are doing. Now, if this Faraday cage of a studio allows me to open up said thing. Okay, Motherload. It's coming along to uh, the free screening of Motherload on Sunday, July the 23rd at 2.30pm at Glenroy Hub. All welcome to view this award-winning documentary on community bicycles and the role they can play in changing the world. It's seen through the eyes of a mother. And the link 
you can go to. I'll just I'll see if this will go. Yes, it will. Fantastic. I love it when technology works like this. Just a simple little bit of HTML coding, and we've got lots of good stuff here. So this is going to be at 50 Wheat Chief Road in Glenroy. It is, I believe, looking at this, I think it's free. And it's a uh, link on going back to Facebook for the 23rd of July. So if I do sound a little bit vague, it's, we're getting, heading into the final week of Le Tour. And yes, I have sleep deprivation and it's self-inflicted and it's all my own fault. Anyway, back to Motherload. What better way to spend a wintry Sunday afternoon than inside watching families discover cargo bikes and exploring how to change the world? So yeah, I will pop that in if you wish to come along to that. And I'll see by the end of the show, I'll... Uh, after the interview, I will find what uh, the Bicycle Network screening is well and some more news and events. So after this, we listen to Karen from Brainwave Bikes. Get to the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival, screening the very best documentaries from South by Southwest, Sundance, Tribeca, as well as the best local Melbourne and Australian documentaries. Online from the 1st to the 31st of July and at Cinema Nova from the 21st to the 30th of July. For more information, head to mdff.org.au and cinemanova.com.au. The Melbourne Documentary Film Festival is a 3CR supporter. Thanks, Chris, for having me. Yeah, my name's Kieran McMahon. I am the general manager of a social enterprise, Brainwave Bikes. Uh, so we're based down in Moravin, uh, close to the DFO. And Brainwave Bikes, in a nutshell, is a social enterprise that receives and retails donated used bikes, uh, but on a, on a large scale. We do this for a number of reasons. Uh, one of the main ones, obviously, is sustainability. There's a staggering amount of bikes that currently head to landfill at the moment. With an estimated half a million used bikes in Victoria last year, half of those will end up in landfill. Uh, it's a terrible statistic and yeah, that shouldn't be the case. You've all seen them on, on hard rubbish. You all know probably somebody's got one in the shed, sometimes two. Um, and at the moment, they just head straight to, to the tip. So we've come along to give them a second life. I believe bikes shouldn't just have one life. But we do for a few other reasons. We have a transitional employment model here at Brainway Bikes for youths with disabilities, teaching them skills that they can use outside of just here. So when people think bike shop, they think all it is is bike maintenance, bike mechanics. But there's a lot more than that. There's the social aspect, the customer facing side of things. We have the warehouse out back. So many of these skills that transition into other employment. Um, so we're a great stepping stone. Uh, but thirdly, and probably most importantly, it's for the charity. So we are called Brainwave Bikes, um, but we all support a charity called Brainwave Australia. It's been running for close to 30 years and supports families and children with brain injuries and illnesses. So all the proceeds that we make through Brainwave Bikes heads back into Brainwave Australia. Yeah, I was just going to say um, how I sort of got into this. 
So my bike background, I was actually a mountain bike tour guide out in South America on what was called the world's most dangerous road. Great, <laughs> uh, crazy job for a couple of years. Um, one of them sort of uh, imagine mountain roads where if you fall off, it doesn't end very well. And uh, that was my career for a little bit until I upped and moved and, and came over to Melbourne. I'm originally from the UK. And when I came to Melbourne, I realized there's not as many mountains. So I had to change my, my job and I ended up in hospitality. So I was working towards my permanent residency. I was looking for something more rewarding. And as soon as I had my PR, uh, I looked up bikes and jobs related to the industry and I found Brainway Bikes and I fell so much in love with their passion and the ideas and put myself forward as the manager for it. And here we are today, uh, what, close to coming up to our, our first year. We opened our doors in September of last year and already we smashed over, you know, recycled over 2,000 bikes, a wow. thousand of them we've serviced sold many of them but we also donate a large portion to charities and communities in need um we're roughly tracking about 60 bikes per month we donate certain as i show what we do and who we are do you have any other ongoing projects with brainwave that's so now we're looking to we're actually expanding yeah the way we have our retail showroom in uh, stingley village but it's easy to say Moravin. um we now have pop-up events about to take place so we're at monash university in about two weeks time and then melbourne university the date's about it's still to be locked in but i believe it's around the 2nd of august so great little three-day pop-ups will be there with our van a selection of our our amazing bikes which yeah, when people think secondhand bikes, they don't always expect the quality that we have here. These, some of these are brand new. We receive bikes not just from from transfer stations. We get in person donations, our connections with ninety nine bikes. Some of these are new, and they, they get end of line products. So yeah, great bikes that we're now able to to distribute in different areas in the city. So with the bikes, yeah, you're talking road into B, gravel commute, that sort of thing. And what kind of price range would you be looking at? We have all bikes of every different shape, size, uh, genre, kids' bikes. But then, yeah, with with the uni student element, I've definitely been putting aside my flat bar commuters, uh, some also then lifestyle bikes with your racks and your baskets. It's new to us. We're going to take up a selection, see what works. Um, you know, the whole point is to have everybody on affordable transport. Um, yeah. So we want to bring the right bikes to them. Um, I'll have a couple of quirky options, I'm sure. And look, realistically, the price point for most of these bikes is going to be around the $250 mark. But we'll also have helmets, locks, accessories with us. Oh, that's great. Because that's the whole thing about getting into bikes. There's that sometimes you just need the extra bit of componentry, extra little bit of support, and you're away. And again, you probably know about, uh, everybody knows about this at the moment, which is cost of living. And students regardless across the board we all need more options of how to get about mm. equitable ways of getting about and I see your project and the people you're working with you're supplying and assisting people mobility and, and skills as you've said in the intro Wildlife Victoria is a non-profit emergency response service committed to assisting wildlife in need across Victoria. Our trained and dedicated volunteers rescue and rehabilitate sick, injured and orphaned animals so they can be released back to their native habitat. If you see wildlife that may need our help, please contact us on 8400 7300. To donate or register to become a volunteer, hop onto our website at wildlifevictoria.org.au. A 3CR supporter.
And I, like, I remember when I first came to Melbourne, I needed a form of transport. And second nature to me, you know, the first thing I did was look to buy a bike. And you have to mess around on Facebook and the back and forth messaging and, you know, potential to be scammed. It's, it's frustrating, to say the least. You know, here we actually are you know, offering bikes of better quality at Facebook marketplace prices with security. You know, they've all been tested by a qualified mechanic. Um, currently, the bikes I sell come with a 30-day exchange to swap to something else, a three-month mechanical warranty. There's a peace of mind and, you know, you can come see see what you want, buy it, get advice as well from the person and know that it's all been test and safe. So, yeah. yeah. And again, with the cost of Mikey fares, I think going up to, was it $10? Yeah. A couple of rides and that, you bought yourself a bike. Well, you got stuff like the Frankston lines out at the moment. you got most of the Western stuff's out at the moment. You, you hearing stories about transport problems down there? I can only speak anecdotally as, as you know, I'm collecting oh. bikes metro-wide in our city. So, you, you know, you see the traffic. Mm. Um, as I'm sitting there collecting all these bikes, I'd much rather myself be on my, on my push yes. bike sailing down the bike paths. It's a, it's a lot quicker. Probably takes me about the same time door-to-door on a bike than it does uh, in the work van. Just you know, to park the brainwave thing for a moment i want to talk about uh, just a couple just a paragraph or two of yeah in, in bolivia yeah, no, oblivious, was, uh, sorry, an interesting sorry. time i was i was a backpacker and um like i think a few other people you know you end up sort of stumbling into some, some random jobs and i've had bike experience all my life and i, I learned about this this death road and i tried to uh apply i think i only had a basic interview this is back when i was in the uk i was like you know what i'll just turn off on their doorstep and hope for the best and uh, lo and behold when i rocked up one of the guides had um recently broken his wrist and they needed a replacement and there i was willing to give it a shot and yeah quickly got hired and i fell in love with the job and i was there for for two years taking yeah 14 clients down probably four or five times a week and Oh I saw God. some interesting things today. I had uh, I had nobody on my tour have anything too serious. You know, everybody lived to tell the tale. Was it the, what's the road surface like? Is it compacted or is it asphalt or tarmac? Well, what's called the death road, the world's most dangerous road, is, is a gravel path. We mm. start on asphalt higher up as almost, I guess it's like a test run because you've got some clients who haven't ridden a bike in many a year and they thought this would be the time to pick it up and have a go again. Um, so I would follow at the back and, you know, you quickly assess some clients and be like, hey, look, um, I think you might want to get on the bus. <laughs> it's uh, just for your own safety. I'm not sure if you're going to make it all the way down. I had to put, not too many on the bus, but there were times I was like, look, I just don't think uh, – this this ride is for you i think you know people pay for the tour attraction they think that's it you know the safety is in somebody else's hands but no you are in control of that bike you need to be able to get down even with my instruction it's your hands on these brakes may i ask you what what's the percentage I, I can... honestly it, it's 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 not steep it, what is steep is if you go off the side um otherwise it's just a generic sort of flat heading down like a fire trail going down the road it's as dangerous as as you make it It'd be about an 8%, it, yeah, or something like that. Nah, yeah, yeah that's exactly, what I, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking railway gauge, maximum of 8% for climbing is very, very similar for, for roads. Railway Bites, if you're interested in, in what you've had, would love to learn more about us. Uh, there's a number of ways we always need help. We do rely on bicycle donations. That's always going to be one for them. Uh, oh, straight up, you can help with. So we have many drop-off points around the city. I think over about 30 drop-off points. 99 Bikes is one of our partners. You can drop your bicycle into any one of their stores and it will come to us. Otherwise, j- jump on our website, uh, brainwavebikes.org.au and head to Donate a Bike and you'll see a map 
that's there to find your nearest point. But also we have a gift the bike campaign I'd like to speak about. So I mentioned that we donate a large portion of our bikes to communities in need. That does obviously come at a cost. And so if you wanted to help, but you already have a bike, you're not in need of a secondhand bicycle, uh, jump on our gift of bike and you can actually donate or facilitate us providing a bike to a child in need, not just a bike, but we give them a helmet, a lock and a high biz as well. So really, really useful. And lastly, if you um, know how to fix up any bikes and has some, some free time, we we are volunteer based, got uh, you know, about seven bike stands with tools to work from. So get in touch with me and I'd love to have you helping out at Brainwave Bikes. Fantastic. Now, how can people get in touch? You know, your socials, your website, that sort of thing. There, yeah, so as I said, that's brainwavebikes.org.au is the easiest one. Otherwise, we have a Facebook account, Brainwave Bikes, Insta as well, at Brainwave Bikes. I think I'm on TikTok as well, uh, which is which is new for me. But, but hopefully I'll get that. They're becoming more regular. You can see some of the restoration projects that we do. I definitely encourage everybody to check us out. I'm really passionate about all the great work that we do here. You never know how you might be able to help uh, me, even sometimes the smallest way. So I do encourage anyone just to drop me a line, drop me an email. I wouldn't be able to build what I built today without always asking for help. So always willing to have a chat to anyone who thinks uh, they've got something they could contribute to me. Cheers. extra layer for the cooler months we've got great new long sleeve tops that proudly say workers radio available now online or at the station perfect for layering when you're out on the street they'll have you picket line ready for winter at $40 you'll get a great quality shirt ethically and locally manufactured by quality tops in reservoir order now and we'll post one out for $8.50 or you can pick it up from the station Buy one online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop or come into the station during business hours at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy. The Milky Way looks good in the night skies. The stars open a short from my dark eyes. Complex hey, I'm Lady Lash. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, the voice of the sex. 3CR is so awesome, giving the platform for people's voices to be heard and people's gifts to be heard. And always remember that you are amazing. And you're listening to Yo Pascal Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR. And thank you to Karen from Brainwave for having a chat to us about, well, all the things that uh, Brainwave Bikes are doing and upcoming uh, pop-ups. And I think there's one, as he mentioned, uh, coming up for Melbourne Uni. So I'll try and keep a uh, thing out for that and just watch their socials for upcoming news. Now, if you cast your mind back to October last year and I did a couple of interviews about well we had some which we would used to refer to as inclement weather and we know we'll just refer to as normal because that's just the way things are going to be 
of you know flooding and how it impacted Melbourne's off-road uh, cycling network, which is quite large and unfortunately sometimes very disconnected. Now, Mooney Ponds Creek Trail. Now, yeah, uh, I used to ride this quite frequently and there used to be little lanterns and all sorts of things and pumping, uh, little pumping stations and stuff where part of the trail goes, I think, just below the surface or, you know, the level of the creek. You know, this was put in by uh, CityLink back in the late 90s. Now, there's some problems with it, and it sounds like it's ongoing maintenance thereof. Uh, riders on the trail of the lower Mooney Ponds Creek, and that can be a couple of thousand people, may have thought themselves in training to crew Australia's new submarine fleet in recent weeks. Yeah, well, it's pretty amusing, but the problem is this this messes up your commuting. And they've got uh, problems with episodic flooding uh, from the trail from Don on Road down to Footscray Road. Uh, it's made it impassable and it's making people go through West Melbourne and Docklands and the long way around. And obviously the flooding appears to be related to high tides pushing the water back up the creek and save time, you know, same time as people are commuting, morning, afternoon and the like. Now, the... Yes, yeah, so I just uh, mentioned in the intro to that, there's these water-protected paths that go under the bridges, or the overhead bridges, and um, it can't be pumped out as fast as it's going in. So Transurban, who are now responsible for that area, and the uh, contractors of the Westgate Tunnel Project, um, they seem to be gone a bit missing in action on this in terms of what to be, can be done and people trying to get in contact with them. So, yeah, it's going to, okay, yeah, the Footscray Road having to be closed periodically for Westgate Tunnel Works, which is actually not a tunnel. It's kind of trying to avoid a whole bunch of PFAS and, um, yes, kind of laden soil. But anyway, uh, what can you do now? Uh, detour is no longer available to go through E-Gate. I remember doing that years ago. I also remember there was incredible amount of gravel and all sorts of garbage down there going back 20 years but you'd like to think things improve but sounds like the maintenance program or thereof has deteriorated somewhat so getting back to the interview as I was doing back I think it was October was you know there should be some type of thing between Melbourne water and gauges and have some real-time information because you know you look at Vic traffic you can find out all sorts of things in real time when it comes to Melbourne's off-road um, uh, walking and cycling network or shared trails networks over you know can't find really anything unless the local LGA or Bicycle Network or the Bicycle User Group get onto it. Now, you can also uh, try your skills at uh, protecting the flood and can look at the tide tables here or the creek flow. Okay, so uh, what can you do? Well, get in touch with Bicycle Network, get in touch with uh, the Westgate Tunnel Project and what are Transurban doing? Because I'm not really sure of the overview of the land managers and who is responsible for that dare I say, legacy technology that was put in. Now, a little bit more. I mentioned in the intro that there is another screening of Motherload, and that's going to be this Thursday uh, coming up at uh, Acme Cinemas down at Fed Square. Now, if I can bring that up, please let me bring that up. I'll just uh, quickly keep talking. And it's I think it's – here we go – 
Women Bike Rides, and that's going to be on Thursday the 16th. For non-members of BN, it's $20, but you're going to have a bunch of um, panellists there. Emma Drefcoat, Australian Tokyo 2020 Olympic triathletes, triathlete. I've got sleep deprivation, can't you tell? Uh, Dr. Lauren Pearson, a previous uh, interviewer or interviewee on the show. Charlie Farron, needs no introduction. And uh, this will be at ACME, Cinema One, Federation Square in Melbourne. And bike parking will be available at Federation Square Thursday, the 20th of July, between 6pm and 9pm. You still need to book. I will put the uh, details into the podcast description. If you're a non-member, it is $20. Now, what else have I got here? Oh, uh, as I've mentioned a couple of times on the show, testing networks to Yarra Cycling Network. Now, there's been some changes. Uh, If you go down Nicholson Street and as you turn into... Victoria, you've always had that eternal left-hand thing where someone kind of cuts across you. Or if you're trying to go straight into Lennox, well, the barriers are up now. Go down and have a look. Uh, You will be amazed how, how simple and how effective it is to get these very simple treatments in to make vulnerable crossings even safer for everybody it keeps that left-hand turn, they have to take a precise line down instead of cutting across you. So if you want to find out more, throw a few words at uh, at the feedback that's open at the moment, testing improvements to Yarra Cycling Network. That's at yoursayyarra.com.au. Okay, that's all I've got time for today. Val and Faith should be back in the studio next week. Up next is Shebop followed by Blackbock. And don't forget that you can still subscribe or donate to 3CR. We did make over our allocated target for Yarrabosca Users Group. But if you still feel the need to help out Radical Radio, go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or donate and look for the options. And also keep an eye out for fundraisers. Yarrabug would like to thank our sponsor, Vacro's Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics, and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Tuesday or Thursday. I'm a fan of me and You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.